all healthcare professionals participating in this podcast are paid consultants of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. The content of this podcast represents the views and experiences of the speaker and not Johnson & Johnson and is intended for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Product indication and safety information will be available at the end of the episode. Welcome to this episode of Fine-Tuned. My name is Raj Rajpal. I'm the Chief Medical Officer at Johnson & Johnson Vision. Today, we will be speaking with Dr. Shaq Tauber, a cataract and refractive specialist at Mercy Clinic Eye Specialists, located in Springfield, Missouri. Welcome, Dr. Tauber. Thank you, my friend, Raj. It's great to be here. Your practice has had the catalyst laser for some time now. How is it utilized in your practice? Yes, Raj, as you know, I'm in a practice that's part of a large healthcare organization here in the Midwest. We are exclusively performing femtosecond laser cataract surgery and have a present volume ranging between 400 and 500 cataracts a month amongst five surgeons. We made the leap to the catalyst laser system eight years ago, and it, quite truthfully, it's been one of the best decisions we've made. I think our surgeons are excellent, and using this laser has made us better surgeons. There is no doubt in my mind that is the case for each and every one of us. It has allowed us to address issues that come up with our patients that are unique, whether it's um, their anatomy or their expectations, and we have much more consistent results. Johnson & Johnson recently released the Catalyst COS 6.0 software with compatibility between the Catalyst system and Cassini's topographer. What are some of the features of Catalyst COS 6.0 and why do you think they are beneficial? The Catalyst COS 6.0 has so many things in it. The first thing that comes to mind is the ease of data entry and the built-in nomograms. The ability to bring a patient into the operating room with the preoperative diagnostic data directly imported from the Cassini ambient into the Catalyst system through either a USB stick or wirelessly really changes our tempo and streamlines the workflow. The pre-op measurements taken by the Cassini are transmitted directly into the laser, so we have fewer verification concerns, no one is struggling to read my handwriting, and we aren't concerned about potential discrepancies between the IOL master, topographies, or refractions. As a result, our flow has become much smoother, faster, and our turnovers are truly crisp. Then we have the built-in nomogram, which allow us advanced astigmatism management. There's the Donenfeld nomogram that everyone recognizes and feels comfortable with, but now we have more nomograms to choose from. When we want to do a nomogram for arcuate incisions, it's easy to program. If you want to use a Donenfeld nomogram, it's already input. You can even make an adjustment based on the percentage of the Donenfeld nomogram. That makes this process consistent. It also saves time at the laser trying to calculate what you want to do. Everything is ready for the laser operator because the patient's data and calculations are already populated. All I've got to do is confirm it in our checkout and we go forward. One interesting thing is that using the system is really working to unify our group practice. Our OR nurses appreciate that even though we are different surgeons with different approaches, everything is entered into the laser consistently and we all understand it. Another feature for Catalyst COS 6.0 operating software is the ability 
to mark the radial marks very small and very refractive neutral. That is because I'm only using the central 20% of the cornea to make a radial one millimeter wide mark. You can line this up and make it so that the radial toric marks on the toric IOL are visible through the toric alignment of the cornea. Very good. Let's talk about the iris registration feature. The Cassini has robust OCT diagnostic capabilities that map the patient's unique iris eye pattern. This information is sent directly to the catalyst laser and is used to verify that you have the correct patient when they are under the laser. Do you feel using the Cassini with iris recognition gives you an extra layer of confidence? Can you also speak to how it relates to alignment to the correct axis? That sense of confidence is really a wonderful gift. And the Catalyst COS 6.0, working with Johnson & Johnson Technus Toric family of IOLs, is a powerful addition to their portfolio of astigmatism management solutions. Adding in the Cassini topographer has given us the ability to align to the correct axis based on precise clinical measurements. Accuracy is only a minor concern since all this information is transmitted directly to the laser without mistakes or omissions as charts travel through hands. Couple this with the precise aphakic space created by Femto and you've got the ability to implant lenses better. We can confidently offer premium lenses to our patients knowing that they will achieve satisfactory outcomes. Yes, and having experience with Catalyst myself, I certainly agree with your sentiment that this is wonderful technology. In your experience so far, how do you feel about the accuracy of the measurements, and are you seeing cyclorotation with your patients? In my experience, integrating Cassini with Catalyst COS 6.0 took the sense of accuracy to the next level. What's interesting, Raj, is for our practice of five cataract surgeons, I'm the sole refractive surgeon. When our patients pick a multifocal lens or extended depth of focus lens, they have the option of PRK touch-ups at no cost. Before Catalyst COS 6.0 and Cassini, I was much busier as a refractive surgeon. In my own experience, I'm seeing the accuracy is so high now that I'm pretty much the Maytag guy around here. That's great. This is one of those situations where it's actually a positive thing to be the Maytag guy. Yeah, Cassini with iris registration has really given us something. I've become very confident of just how accurate it is in capturing the alignment and compensating for cyclorotation. It's also made us realize just how time is wasted marking the cornea while the patient is prone. These are elderly patients, sometimes with multiple medical issues. They're somewhat sedated, they're anxious, and they don't want you within kissing distance, especially with a pen aimed at their eye and you're here trying to manually make a laser precise mark using a felt tip pen, plus there's the added toxicity to the conjunctiva and the ocular surface. But now we're so confident in Catalyst COS 6.0 upgrade that we're ready to ditch the felt tip marker altogether. Why struggle with a marking system that can't pair up with my laser well? It's seamless and we save a lot of time. What you just commented about in terms of iris registration with Cassini and Catalyst COS 6.0 certainly makes total sense for everything we want in terms of safety, as well as accuracy, and also efficiency. Not having to manually mark definitely saves time and reduces patient inconvenience. Really, the entire OR staff inconvenience that goes with marking. Switching gears now, 
Skip center repetition is another feature in the Catalyst COS 6.0 that can give surgeons what we want. Again, if you can just share any insights on that. Oh, sure. What I discovered as I was talking to other surgeons is that the way we all approach the cataract is a bit different. We perform the techniques differently. The skip center repetition is a brilliant feature. Now you can skip over the center so you're not constantly fragmenting in the center of the cataract. This makes fragmentation faster, and you're not generating as much gas or laser energy into the eye. When I've traveled with doctors around the world, I've seen them using multiple passes on very dense cataracts. Although they're getting good results, they wanted to know if they could use less gas and go faster. So being able to skip the center for some surgeons is going to be very important, and I'm very pleased it's there for us. What we found in, through our own experience is the skip center features can help to flatten the learning curve and remove some of the surgeon-induced variables. As you know, the rotation of the nucleus is a critical part of surgery and teaching residents and fellows that rotation, that little step is so important to avoid getting stuck. We're doing cases on pseudo-exfoliation patients and post-vitrectomy eyes. We're also seeing a lot of patients that have undergone epiretinal membrane surgery. In these type of cases, we need to be as gentle as we can because there's no vitreous underneath the posterior capsule. Now that we have dramatically limited cyclo rotation, I'm excited to work with Technus Toric 2 on the platform, including monofocal, low ad, and the extended depth of focus Technus Symphony lens. I know that the lens is placed exactly where we have marked the cornea. I can go to bed at night knowing the lens is going to sit correctly and the the optometrist who sees their patient postoperatively in the coast management period also will know the lens will sit there. That's a great feeling. Earlier, you mentioned that using the Cassini and Catalyst COS 6.0 feature of iris registration upped your workflow tempo. Can you tell us more about that as well? As you can imagine, Raj, in a large health system, we have a lot of people coming through. With the pandemic, we've had to continuously train new people to cover when staff or their families get ill. This caused us to be acutely aware of our workflow. As good as it was, it needed to be better. We needed to quickly onboard staff and get them comfortable with the laser platform so we could continue at the volume that we were doing while also ensuring accuracy. With the Catalyst COS 6.0, it's much easier to maintain consistency between multiple surgeons. And I think the staff really likes that. As I mentioned previously, the pre-programmed nomogram not only helped with consistency, but also make it reproducible. We have recognized time savings because of direct data transmission from diagnostics to the laser, and because we no longer need to spend a lot of time at the laser calculating and input what we need to do before surgery. When we walk into the OR, everything is ready. And now that we are eliminating the marking step, we'll recognize an even greater time savings. You've shared some excellent insights and information with us. Is there anything else you would like to add? Yes, I would. Thank you, Raj. We've gotten to a point in cataract surgery where we can see how laser fragmentation and capsulotomy have made cataract surgery better. And I truly believe that this is the right way to go. With Catalyst COS 6.0, we're now able to make the freehand side of surgery precise and less vulnerable to error or outside factors. Since working on the first Catalyst, I've been so glad that we can perform a laser-precise capsulotomy on a patient who is apprehensive and other things. I just push a button 
And in less than one second, I have a capsulotomy as perfect as anyone could possibly make and any size I want. And now I can use the Catalyst COS 6.0 astigmatism planning features. You know, I think of my mother who has cataracts. She's going to go to the surgeon that she picks. But I know that if they are using a Catalyst laser, then they're going to have the accuracy, precision, and safety in the form of capsulotomy, fragmentation, and toric alignment. And this is something I want for every surgery and every patient. Femtosecond laser is differentiating itself because of accuracy, the precision, the flow of data, and the clinical integration. That is beautiful to behold and exciting to be a part of. Thank you so much, Dr. Tauber, for sharing your time, expertise, and experience with us. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in for this episode of Fine Tuned. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Indications and important safety information for the Technus Multifocal 1-Piece and Technus Multifocal Toric 2 IOLs. Prescription only. Indications. The Technus Multifocal 1-Piece intraocular lenses are indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients with and without presbyopia in whom a catheter's lens has been removed by phaco emulsification and who desire near, intermediate, and distance vision with increased spectacle independence. The Technus Multifocal Toric 2 lens models ZKU150, ZKU225, ZKU300, ZKU375, and ZLU150, ZLU225, ZLU300, ZLU375 are indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia and for reduction of residual refractive astigmatism in adult patients with or without presbyopia with greater than or equal to one diopter of pre-existing corneal astigmatism in whom a catechorous lens has been removed in order to provide near, intermediate, and distance vision. The IOLs are intended for capsular bag placement only. Warnings. Physicians considering lens implantation should weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio for any conditions described in the directions for use that could increase complications or impact patient outcomes. Multifocal IOL implants may be advisable in patients where central visual field reduction may not be tolerated, such as macular degeneration, retinal pigment epithelium changes, and glaucoma. The lens should not be placed in the ciliary sulcus. Inform patients about the possibility that a decrease in contrast sensitivity and an increase in visual disturbances may affect their ability to drive a car under certain environmental conditions, such as driving at night or in poor visibility conditions. The clinical study of the Technistoric one-piece IOL did not show evidence of effectiveness for the treatment of preoperative corneal astigmatism of less than one diopter. Rotation of the Technus multifocal toric 2 IOL away from its intended axis can reduce its astigmatic correction. Misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. Precautions. Prior to surgery, inform prospective patients of the possible risks and benefits associated with the use of this device and provide a copy of the patient information brochure to patient. Secondary glaucoma has been reported occasionally in patients with controlled glaucoma who receive technic multifocal IOL implants. The long-term effects of intraocular lens implantation have not been determined. Accurate keratometry and biometry, in addition to the use of the Technus Torque Calculator, www.technistoricalc.com, are recommended to achieve optimal visual outcomes with Technus Multifocal Toric 2 IOLs. The safety and effectiveness of the toric intraocular lens have not been substantiated in patients with certain pre-existing ocular conditions and intraoperative complications. All preoperative surgical parameters are important when choosing a toric lens for implantation. Variability in any of the preoperative measurements can influence patient outcomes. All corneal incisions were placed temporarily in the Technus Toric one-piece IOL clinical study. 
do not reuse, re-sterilize, or autoclave. Adverse events. Only the rate 3.3% of surgical reinterventions, most of which were non-lens related, in the ZLBU plus 3.25 diopter lens group was statistically higher than the FDA grid rate for both first and second eyes. The most frequently reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Technistoric One Piece IOL clinical trial was surgical reintervention, which occurred at a rate of 3.4%, lens repositioning procedures, and retinal repair procedures. Attention, reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications and important safety information. Indications for the Technus Ihance and Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOLs. Indications for use. Prescription only. The Technus Ihance IOL model ICBU is indicated for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients in whom a capturous lens has been removed by extracapsular cataract extraction. The lens is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. The Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOLs models ICU-150 to ICU-600 are indicated for the visual correction of aphakia and pre-existing corneal astigmatism of one diopter or greater in adult patients with or without presbyopia in whom a cactus lens has been removed by phacoemulsification and who desire reduction in residual refractive cylinder. The lens is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Warnings. Physicians considering lens implantation should weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio for any conditions described in the directions for use that could increase complications or impact patient outcomes. The lens should be placed entirely in the capsular bag. Do not place the lens in the ciliary sulcus. Precautions. The safety and effectiveness of the Technus Ihance IOL has not been substantiated in clinical trials and the effects of the optical design on quality of vision, contrast sensitivity, and subjective visual disturbances, glare, halo, etc. have not been evaluated clinically. Do not re-sterilize the intraocular lens. Do not soak or rinse the intraocular lens with any solution other than sterile balanced salt solution or sterile normal saline. Do not store the intraocular lens in direct sunlight or at a temperature greater than 45 degrees Celsius, 113 degrees Fahrenheit. Do not autoclave the intraocular lens. Do not reuse the intraocular lens. Adverse events. The most frequently reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Sensar One Piece IOL clinical trial was cystoid macular edema, which occurred at a rate of 3.3%. Attention, reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications and important safety information. Indications and important safety information for Technus Ihance and Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOLs with Technus Simplicity Delivery System. Prescription only. Indications for use. The Technus Simplicity Delivery System is used to fold and assist in inserting the Technus Ihance IOL for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients in whom a cataracturous lens has been removed by extracapsular cataract extraction. The lens is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. The Technus Simplicity Delivery System is used to fold and assist in inserting the Technus Ihance Toric 2 IOLs for the visual correction of aphakia and pre-existing corneal astigmatism of one diopter or greater in adult patients with or without presbyopia in whom a cactus lens has been removed by phacoemulsification and who desire reduction in residual refractive cylinder. The lens is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Warnings. Physicians considering lens implantation under any of the following circumstances should weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio. Patients with any of the following conditions may not be suitable candidates for an intraocular lens because the lens may exacerbate an existing condition, may interfere with diagnosis or treatment of a condition, or may pose an unreasonable risk to the patient's eyesight. These conditions are not specific to the design of the lens and are attributed to cataract surgery and IOL implantation in general. Patients with recurrent, severe anterior or posterior segment inflammation or uveitis of unknown etiology or any disease producing an inflammatory reaction in the eye. Patients in whom the intraocular lens may affect the ability to observe, diagnose, or treat posterior segment diseases. Surgical difficulties at the time of cataract extraction, which may increase the potential for complications. 
For example, persistent bleeding, significant iris damage, uncontrolled positive pressure, or significant vitreous prolapse or loss. A compromised eye due to previous trauma or development defects in which appropriate support of the eye well is not possible. Circumstances that will result in damage to the endothelium during implantation. Suspected microbial infection. Patients in whom neither the posterior capsule nor the zonules are intact enough to provide support for the IOL. Congenital bilateral cataracts. Previous history of or predisposition to retinal detachment. Patients with only one good eye with potentially good vision. Medically uncontrollable glaucoma. Corneal endothelial dystrophy. Proliferative diabetic retinopathy. Children under the age of two years are not suitable candidates for intraocular lenses. The lens should be placed entirely in the capsular bag. Do not place the lens in the ciliary sulcus. Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated single-use medical devices are labeled with instructions for use and handling to minimize exposure to conditions which may compromise the product patient or the user. When used according to the directions for use, the delivery system minimizes the risk of infection and or inflammation associated with contamination. The reuse, resterilization, reprocessing of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated single-use devices may result in physical damage to the medical device, failure of the medical device to perform as intended, and patient illness or injury due to infection, inflammation, and or illness due to product contamination, transmission of infection, and lack of product sterility. The clinical study for the Technus Toric one-piece IOL did not show evidence of effectiveness for the treatment of preoperative corneal astigmatism of less than one diopter. Rotation of the toric lens from its intended axis can reduce its astigmatic correction. Misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. If necessary, lens repositioning should occur as early as possible prior to lens encapsulation. Do not attempt to disassemble, modify, or alter the delivery system or any of its components as this can significantly affect the function and or structural integrity of the design. Do not use if the cartridge of the delivery system is cracked or split prior to implantation. Do not implant the lens if the rod tip does not advance the lens or if it is jammed in the delivery system. During initial lens advancement, quick advancement of the plunger is needed. Do not stop or reverse while advancing the plunger. Doing so may result in improper folding of the lens. After initial lens advancement and the half-turn rotation step, do not move the plunger forward until ready for lens implantation. Doing so may result in the lens being stuck in the cartridge. The lens and delivery system should be discarded if the lens has been folded within the cartridge for more than 10 minutes. Not doing so may result in the lens being stuck in the cartridge. Precautions. The safety and effectiveness of the Technus Eyehance IOL and Technus Eyehance Toric 2 IOL has not been substantiated in clinical trials. The effects of the Technus Eyehance IOL optical design on quality of vision, contrast sensitivity, and subjective visual disturbances, glare, halo, etc., have not been evaluated clinically. MTF testing of the Technus Eyehance IOL may aid the surgeon in understanding the theoretical image quality expected with the Technus Eyehance IOL compared to other JJSV monofocal IOLs, AA BOO and ZC BOO. However, these do not fully assess all aspects of clinical difficulties under all conditions. Surgeons must weigh the potential benefits of the modified optical design of the Technus Eyehance IOL against the potential for risks and the lack of clinical data to characterize the impact of the Technus Eyehance IOL optical design on contrast sensitivity and subjective visual disturbance. These considerations may be especially relevant to patients with certain pre-existing ocular conditions, prior corneal refractive surgery, irregular corneal astigmatism, severe corneal dystrophy, macular disease, optic nerve atrophy, etc., or intraoperative conditions, posterior capsular rupture, complications in which the IOL stability should be compromised, inability to place IOL in capsular back, etc.
Prior to surgery, the surgeon must inform prospective patients of the possible risks and benefits associated with the use of this device and provide a copy of the patient information brochure to the patient. Some autorefractors utilize only the central part of the eye well to calculate the refraction of the eye, and that is the region where the technus eye hands deviates from the monofocal design, which could result in a wrong estimation of the refraction. Manual refraction with maximum plus technique is strongly recommended. Recent contact lens usage may affect the patient's refraction. Therefore, for patients who wear contact lenses, surgeons should establish corneal stability without contact lenses prior to determining IOL power. The lens is designed for optimum visual performance when emetropia is targeted. This is a single-use device. Do not re-sterilize the lens or the delivery system. Most sterilizers are not equipped to sterilize the soft acrylic material and the preloaded inserter material without producing undesirable side effects. Do not store the device in direct sunlight or at a temperature under 5 degrees Celsius, 41 degrees Fahrenheit, or over 35 degrees Celsius, 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Do not autoclave the delivery system. Do not advance the lens unless ready for lens implantation. The contents are sterile unless the package is opened or damaged. The recommended temperature for implanting the lens is at least 17 degrees Celsius, 63 degrees Fahrenheit. The use of balanced salt solution, BSS, or viscoelastics is required when using the delivery system. For optimal performance when using OBD, use the Helon family of viscoelastics. The use of BSS with additives has not been studied for this product. Do not use if the delivery system has been dropped or if any part was inadvertently struck while outside the shipping box. The sterility of the delivery system and or the lens may have been compromised. Do not leave the lens in a folded position more than 10 minutes. When the delivery system is used improperly, the lens may not be delivered properly, i.e. haptics may be broken. Please refer to the specific instructions for use provided. Carefully remove all viscoelastic and do not overinflate the capsular bag at the end of the case. Residual viscoelastic and or overinflation of the capsular bag may allow the lens to rotate, causing misalignment of the deafness at your hand toric to IOL with the intended axis of placement. The use of methods other than the Technus Toric calculator to select cylinder power and appropriate axis of implantation were not assessed in the clinical study for the Technus Toric one-piece IOLs and may not yield similar results. Accurate keratometry and biometry, in addition to the use of the Technus Toric calculator, www.technustoricalc.com, are recommended to achieve optimal visual outcomes. The safety and effectiveness of the Technus Enhanced Toric 2 IOLs have not been substantiated in patients with the following pre-existing ocular conditions and intraoperative complications. Careful preoperative evaluation and sound clinical judgment should be used by the surgeon to decide the benefit-risk ratio before implanting a lens in a patient with one or more of these conditions. Before surgery, choroidal hemorrhage, chronic severe uveitis, concomitant severe eye disease, extremely shallow anterior chamber, medically uncontrolled glaucoma, Microphthalmus, non-H-related cataract, proliferative diabetic retinopathy, severe, severe corneal dystrophy, severe optic nerve atrophy, irregular corneal astigmatism. During surgery, excessive vitreous loss, capsulotomy by any technique other than a circular tear, the presence of radial tears known or suspected at the time of surgery, situations in which the integrity of this circular tear cannot be confirmed by direct visualization, cataract extraction by techniques other than phaco emulsification or liquefaction, Situations where the need for a large capsulotomy can be anticipated, for example, diabetics, retinal detachment in the fellow eye, peripheral retinal pathology, etc. Capsular rupture, significant anterior chamber hyphema, uncontrollable positive intraocular pressure, zonular damage. The PCA is based on an algorithm that combines published literature, Koch et al. 2012, and a retrospective analysis of data from a Technus Toric multicenter clinical study. 
the PCA algorithm for the selection of appropriate cylinder power and axis of implantation was not assessed in a prospective clinical study and may yield results different from those in the Technus Torque intraocular lens labeling. Please refer to the Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated Torque Calculator user manual for more information. All preoperative surgical parameters are important when choosing a toric lens for implantation, including preoperative keratometric cylinder, magnitude and axis, incision location, surgeon's estimated surgically induced astigmatism, SIA, and biometry. Variability in any of the preoperative measurements can influence patient outcomes and the effectiveness of treating eyes with lower amounts of preoperative corneal astigmatism. All corneal incisions were placed temporarily in the clinical study for the Technus Toric one-piece IOLs. If the surgeon chooses to place the incision at a different location, outcomes may be different from those obtained in the clinical study. Note that the Technus Toric calculator incorporates the surgeon's estimated SIA and incision location when providing IOL options. Adverse events. Potential adverse events during or following cataract surgery with implantation of an IOL may include but are not limited to endophthalmitis, intraocular infection, hypopon, hyphema, IOL dislocation, cystoid macular edema, pupillary block, retinal detachment tear, persistent corneal stromal edema, persistent iritis, persistent raised IOP intraocular pressure requiring treatment, acute corneal decompensation, secondary surgical intervention, including implant repositioning, removal, or other surgical procedure, and any other adverse event that leads to permanent visual impairment or requires surgical or medical intervention to prevent permanent visual impairment. The most frequently reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Sensar one-piece IOL clinical trial was cystoid macular edema, which occurred at a rate of 3.3%. Other reported events included secondary surgical intervention, pars plane of vitrectomy with membrane peel, which occurred at a rate of 0.8%, and lens exchange, torn haptic related to improper loading technique, which occurred at a rate of 0.8%. The most frequently reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Technus Tori One Piece IOL clinical trial was surgical reintervention, which occurred at a rate of 3.4%, lens repositioning procedures, and retinal repair procedures. Other reported events included cystoid macular edema, which occurred at a rate of 2.9%, and retinal detachment, which occurred at a rate of 0.6%. Attention, reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications and important safety information.